Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode. I'm really grateful to you guys giving so much love to all the episodes before. And uh, today I'm back with another episode with uh, Priya Yashi. Uh, Priya Yashi, sorry, <laughs> my bad. And uh, okay, Priya Yashi is a psychologist and a coach. So thank you very much for being here. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lakshit, for having me. I'm really excited. Yes, same here. Looking forward to towards this conversation. This conversation. So, before starting anything, it it would be wonderful if you can give a brief intro about yourself and what you do. Okay, so as you said, my name is Priya Shri, and I'm a psychologist. I'm also a spiritual well-being coach. Okay. I have uh, founded a course which is called Varagya, mm-hmm. and um, I am a relationship counselor. Okay. I am a life coach as well. Okay, wonderful. So, yeah, that's what I. That's the kind of services I offer. Oh, wonderful! Thank you, thank you for that. Uh, so yes, uh, it would be wonderful if you can just explain about today's topic and uh, what what you think is today's topic is the conversation we're going to have. So if you can just give us a you know a bit of um, idea about what we're going to speak today. Well, um, the topic of today is anxiety and. I feel that uh, there are so many out there in today's time who are experiencing it. You know, some of them know what actually it is and some of them are totally unknown to this concept of anxiety. They don't even know the terminology and what it stands for. And half of the population who are experiencing this don't have the proper understanding that what it is and how to deal with it. So anxiety is something which comes in various disguised forms and it's very important to identify, recognize those disguised forms, you know, in what kind of a camouflage way it's, you know, it's portraying in our behaviors. We do not know that yet. So it's very important to recognize them and, uh, you know, find a soothing way of living our lives because uh, we only get life once, right? Then why yeah. do you spend it with anxiety? <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. and how, how do you define anxiety? What is anxiety according to you? Well, in, in a very short way, it's called unknown fear or say fear of unknown. Okay, and uh, whenever our mind goes into the future, mm-hmm. that's where when we all are experiencing the fear of unknown because future is unknown. Yeah, right? true. Yes. So, so many of us actually, you know, either spend our time in our minds mm-hmm. rather than living in the present. Yeah. And either we go back in the past, we continue to think about our memories, we just replay our different memories, you know, one by one, or we continue to create hypotheses, continue to create predictions and probabilities about future. And that leads us towards the sphere of unknown because it is uncertain. No matter how much we can plan, you know, no matter how much we put our inputs to the planning mm-hmm. of our future, yes. yet it will remain uncertain. And yeah. that's where the fear of unknown comes in. And it starts to, you know, consume us as the form of anxiety. Okay. And, and what do you think... Uh is the major cause of these um, anxiety you know disorders and how do you think uh, what are what are the factors you think which uh, contribute towards these anxiety disorders okay so uh, everyone's personality each one of us has been developed on the basis of three aspects okay okay one is biological 
mm-hmm. where we have our genes, our inheritance is there, right? And um, uh, what kind of proteins are there in our body, right? So all that kind of information is playing out, right? Then second aspect is our, say, psychological aspects, okay. which determines our way of thinking, our way of perceiving things, mm-hmm. right? So, for example, if you and I are walking on the road and we see a dog, you may go and pet the dog, whereas I may just run away in panic. Okay. Right? Why? Because your perception of looking at dog is different than mine. You look at the dog and think that, oh, wow, he is so cute. Right? And uh, you may have an emotion of love. Of course, you know, of nurturing. So you go and start petting the dog. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, in my perception, what I am looking at is his broad jaws and strong paws. Yeah. Yeah. That gives me the emotion of fear. I start to feel afraid Mm -hmm. and I become fearful and I go into thinking, what if he bites me? Yeah. 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 yeah, that gives me the sense of uncertainty. That gives me the sense of fear. Fear. Yes. And that's where I run away. So our behaviors are mostly guided by what are we perceiving. From the same stimulus, two people can have different behaviors, can have different reactions or actions towards it. Right? Yeah. So that's how psychological aspect contributes in a person's personality. Okay, okay. Okay, and the third aspect is the social environment. How has the uh, how has our immediate environment, say our family members, mm-hmm. say our peer group, say our school, okay. has helped us to you know uh, behave in a particular way? What kind of behaviors have been reinforced by our say family members, by our okay. teachers, by our friends also? right so that depends so these are the three factors and when it comes to this we also need to understand that anxiety is something which is triggered by our autonomic nervous system okay okay so as i gave the example of uh, uh, the psychological aspect right that if you and i are seeing a dog right i am actually running away why am i running away because my body is telling me to do that yeah, yeah. If I don't run away, if I still stand there, I will start sweating. My heart race, my heart will race, yeah. right? So all these signs and symptoms will be showing in physical aspects. Why? Because my mind wants me to run. Yeah. My body is already prepared to run. So somewhere in the mind, my body is already running. But in reality, I'm still standing. That's why even by standing, I am still sweating. My heart is still racing, mm-hmm. right? I'm still experiencing shortness of breath. So all these, you know, signs are experienced when person actually runs. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that is the behavior of, that is the signal of our autonomic nervous system. So what happens when we see any stimulus in our present, you know, in our reality, right? If I see a lion in front of me, definitely I have a reason to feel fearful because it's dangerous. 
it's mm-hmm. open right mm-hmm. and um, of course i'm standing in front of it so right it's obvious to experience that kind of you know anxiety or that kind of fear within me now i know what is it from which i am being fearful okay right but if i experience if i am not actually seeing it i am just imagining it mm-hmm. right then the mind the brain is actually not able to identify the difference in the imagination and the real stimulus present in front of the individual yeah yeah okay so that distinction is missing and because of that brain signals the autonomic nervous system to get activated because our brain our nervous system all mm-hmm. of it our body wants to live our body wants to survive yeah right so yeah. they start to prepare our body so that i can run hmm and save myself yes i get it you yeah. get it yeah yeah that's the kind of two kind of responses our autonomic nervous system prepares us so one is the fight and second is the flight fear autonomic nervous system has chosen the flight response right it has yeah. actually shut down my body so that uh, you know my heart can still continue to beat and i can still continue to respirate my brain can still continue to work in a passive way yeah so it's yeah. consuming its energy the body is consuming its energy you know it's it's actually preserving the energy it does not want it to dissipate yeah 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 okay and, yeah yeah so that's fight and flight response yeah. Okay so yeah thank you very much thank you for explaining that very very wonderfully with a wonderful example i'm uh, really thankful for that um and and what are the kind of anxiety disorders well so one is a social anxiety disorder okay right uh, people experience anxiety uh, when they are in social surroundings okay they are not very ease you know at ease and uh, at comfort when they are surrounded by people okay okay uh, they may also experience it while uh, going over a stage and giving a performance mm-hmm. they do not people's attention on them okay right then we have generalized anxiety disorder where people experience a floating anxiety you know it's like uh, almost all the time mm-hmm. right no matter what they do but it's just there okay right so whatever task they are they would be performing there will be some pinch of anxiety within them then there is a, um uh, say panic disorders are there right panic disorder is basically uh, when the signs of anxiety rush in okay you know in a very small duration they rush in so the intensity gets higher and duration is shorter okay so that's okay. the difference in panic and anxiety disorder but it is a part of anxiety disorder itself because the symptoms are same okay okay then we have phobias as well which talks about irrational mm-hmm. fear okay yes so for example if i see the line in front of me it is rational enough to feel fearful right mm-hmm. but if i see a rabbit in front of me 
it is not that rational it's not rational to be fearful from the rabbit because rabbits are soft and cute and they are not that harmful right they can't yeah. harm us yes right so people experience this so that's the irrational fear that's called phobic disorder okay then we have obsessive compulsive disorder as well mm-hmm. in which people attain obsessive thoughts means that there are intruding thoughts in their mind and that's the the consistency of that is quite constant okay. that if they want that thought not to come it's mm-hmm. not going to stop it's going to be so consistent and it will continue to intrude the person's activities and whatever functionality they have been doing in their daily routine and to you know make them quiet to make them go away mm-hmm. they have a compulsive action to do so they are being compelled by you know to stop that thought they, there is a compulsive action that they need to perform okay. only then that thought will go away and that thought is so provoking that it gives them a very a strong sense of uh, say uneasiness anxiety and discomfort so okay. that's obsessive compulsive disorder okay okay yeah. and uh... after after talking about the causes and the kind of disorders the the question comes here is how to manage it where 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 to where we go to you know uh, cure these um, anxieties like it's it's impossible to cure them but for for a period of time how how what can we do how can we you know um, find ourselves having these uh, disorders and how can we help ourselves and where where we should go to manage these yeah so we need to understand that as uh, as i mentioned that the brain mind and nervous system all these three things all these three things are uh, interrelated and are in interaction okay. all the time okay right uh, we need to understand that we all are vulnerable towards it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which means as a measure of prevention we can all do few things okay right to keep up uh, with our you know a uh, good state of mental health yeah right so when it comes to preventive measures um, we can uh, spend time with nature because mm-hmm. uh, nature gives us uh, uh, you know gives the rise in our uh, body hormones which are very good for our body it uh, helps us to deal with our stress it helps us to uh, deal with any kind of uh, say anxiety or any okay. kind of stress Okay. right it uplifts our mood it uplifts the happy hormone as well so it gives us a sense of relaxation and calmness okay. right that's the reason whenever we go on vacations we choose some sort of uh, you know place which is more nature related right either we go to beaches or either we go to mountains yeah right yeah. yes then we can uh, you know um, choose a habit because of this arrives you know stress is one of the say also important factor when okay. it comes to anxiety okay. right um there is another um another anxiety disorder which is uh, there which is called post traumatic stress disorder so okay. that is also a part of anxiety disorder okay okay and uh, that's where the stress plays a very uh, you know it plays a very important role
to yourself a specific time where one can actually do a physical exercise be it swimming you know it can be any kind of sports that a person likes be it skipping be it swimming be it cycling be it playing a sport be it just doing a cardiovascular exercise be it a hit routine anything so these are basically the stress busters okay right and as we do these physical workouts what happens in a specific time then we are signaling our nervous system and our brain heartbeat this is the time when you need to sweat this is the time when you need to raise my breathing yeah right so we are giving a proper training we are coaching our brain mind and our nervous system that this is the time when you need to perform this way and the rest of the times you want you need to be relaxed yes 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 so yeah. these are some uh, you know preventive measures and these preventive measures are effect, you know are useful enough even if the person has developed an anxiety disorder Okay. okay okay so some sort of relaxation exercises also help right okay. um yeah so uh, let's say yoga or say pranayama or some sort of breath work can also contribute into relaxation of this anxiety okay mm -hmm. and uh, if somebody finds themselves that they have actually entered into anxiety and they are actually experiencing anxiety since past one week two week just go ahead get to the proper professional what to whom you can contact you can they can contact to a psychiatrist they can contact to a clinical psychologist a licensed clinical psychologist okay right and if they feel that the like if they're reality level is not that high right and they have just started to experience it they can even talk out to a counselor as well or okay. to a coach with background okay. right because not all coaches have the understanding of how body and mind functions right so people from mental health professional can only help them and um, when it comes to clinical psychologist counselor or your psychiatrist so the difference basically is the counselors can actually handle uh, you know can actually help them to vent out their stress to give them some exercises that will help them for their anxiety right if the anxiety is not that severe right okay. if it's at mild level right if it's getting severe consult a clinical psychologist okay right and if it's getting you know um much higher right and if the clinical psychologist or the counselor would feel that now they may need a medication right then they go to a psychiatrist they can you know they are the ones psychiatrists are the one who can actually prescribe medicines to people they are actually the medical doctors and they are also trained in uh, some therapies as well not all but some so depending upon the professional's uh, qualifications they can choose to whom they want to you know to, with whom they want to get treated okay okay and uh, yeah before ending this session what would be your message to anybody like any kind of message maybe regarding to mental health regarding today's topic any kind of mental uh, you know 
message you like to leave here before leaving this session or ending this session yeah mental health is as important as our physical health of course people can get to um, you know create i don't know that if they have got an acne on their face and uh, or if that's a pimple and if they wanted to you know get rid of it so they can go and visit a dermatologist right if uh, they need a haircut and uh, or they need um, say hair therapy and they can go and spend their 20000 of money right then it's very very important to understand that similarly just like this mental health is also important okay uh, stop creating this biasness between physical health and mental health because uh, if our mental health is not right you know we are not going to you know the nature of uh, the experience of this life is uh, not going to be beautiful one okay okay yeah, so it's very very important okay yeah so thank you very much for being here and joining me on you know today's conversation it was really interesting and uh, thank you for you know adding up very really good examples over here in there uh, it is really wonderful to have you thank you very much thank you thank you so much lakshit i love this time and uh, thank you so much for inviting me here my pleasure thank you again